we've been talking in the last week about rental situations and what happens when two people are living together, maybe roommates, and then one person decides to move out. And then what do you do? Are you allowed to keep the place? Do you not keep the place? And, you know, trying to find a new place these days is incredibly challenging. So our Scott Chance has been digging into this. Good morning, Scott. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, yeah. So there's two sides to every story in a situation like this, obviously. And on Friday, I spoke with Hunter Boucher. He's the VP of Operations at Landlord BC. They're a group that advocates for the rights of the landlord in situations like this. Here is just a, a second of my interview with him that just gives you an idea of like the landlord side of this. Do you think that there is a danger of landlords taking advantage of situations like this? Because in often cases, those rental increases are more than the province allows as an annual increase for current tenants. Well, I think that what needs to be looked at here is kind of, first of all, the fundamentals behind what, why this exists in the first place and and really it comes down to allowing tenants to try to mitigate their loss when it comes to ending a tenancy if we couldn't come to an actual end of tenancy in this situation they would be remain on the hook as it were uh for that tenancy that that situation they entered into originally is ending from then on it's a completely brand new tenancy and that is a risk when renting with multiple people, that that might happen, that your roommate might leave. And, and if your roommate leaves, it might mean an end of tenancy. And that's something that need, you need to be very aware of when entering that type of, of housing situation. So, so that is the case. Like if you and I, Simi, are on a lease together, like we go and rent a place and it was rented to Scott and Simi, if one of us moves out, the lease is broken. And the landlord can now start a new lease with whoever wants to stay. But because it's a new lease, there's no limit on how much they want to increase the rent. Okay, so I can see why this would be incredibly troublesome because the person who might want to stay is like, hey, I'm just going to get another roommate and I'm going to continue on, but they can't do that. Well, there are some circumstances where they can, you know, and speaking with Hunter there, you know, he's advocating for the rights of landlords. And I get that because what you don't want is a bunch of tenant to just be like, oh, my roommate left, so I'm going to leave too. And now the landlord is left in a situation where he, he had a, he had tenants and has to go and find new tenants. But I mean, this is Vancouver. How hard is it to find new Not tenants here? No. So it's it's tough to take the landlord's side. But one of the ways that you can protect yourself, it, it turns out it's an issue of actually definition and the wording that you use in your contract. I spoke to uh, Emma Laszlo. She's a public legal education coordinator at the Tenancy Resource and Advisory Center. And she gave me some advice on this. Here's part of my interview with her. Okay, when you say roommates, you have to have in mind something that is called co-tenancies. So roommates, um, are, are, it's a very wide and broad uh, definition, I would say. So you have to start thinking about co-tenancies, which is two people's name in a contract, right? And that makes them roommates. But at the same time, they are called co-tenants. So if one of them leaves, then that could have the effect for the other to terminate the tenancy, and it is up to the landlord to give them permission to either stay put or move out. So the moment one of the roommates gives notice to move out, that has the effect to terminate the tenancy for the other because both tenants are legally and severely responsible. But you have to think in terms of co-tenancy. 
Okay, so when would you qualify that? At the beginning of a lease, or can you change that during? Or, like, how do you make sure that you have co-tenancy so that you have that option? Okay, the best-case scenario would be for people to do tenants in common, which would be each tenant would have their own tenancy agreement. So you and I are tenants, right? So then you have your own contract, I have my own contract, I can terminate, and you would be safe. But if both of our names are in a contract, um, then and you're going to move out, then you are affecting my tenancy. The moment you decide to give notice, you may be ending my tenancy as well. I mean, obviously that creates some difficult situations for people who are in roommate scenarios. Uh, Does this give extra power to landlords? Do you think that landlords use this as a loophole to evict tenants and then raise rent higher than they would normally or otherwise be allowed to raise rent? If a tenant wants to leave, landlords can give permission for them to stay. And then some some landlords do that. In some cases, landlords have the right to say, listen, you were in a co-tenancy, your co-tenant gave notice to move out, so... Uh, this is what I can offer you. And then they make an offer. They say, you can either stay uh, and then I'll give you consent, get another roommate and keep the same contract. But uh, the landlord could also say, so because your co-tenant terminated his tenancy, yours is terminated too. And I could potentially make more money by offering a new contract to you or to someone else. And do you think that that happens, that landlords are doing that to, to make more money? Oh, of course. I mean, a landlord would love to make more money. In most cases, landlords will go for the kill. They will say, hey, um, you know, like I could potentially make more money. Your co-tenant terminated, so bye. Right. And so, Emma, how can uh, tenants protect themselves from this happening to them and not ending up out on the street just because uh, one of the roommates chooses to move out? First of all, I would recommend not to sign co-tenancies. Uh, I would think that it is better to do tenants in common. As I mentioned before, tenants in common are tenants who live in the same rental unit but have separate agreements with the landlord. That is the best way to protect themselves. They could also uh, talk to the landlord and clearly say, if the landlord says, no, I'm not going to do tenants in common, I don't want to do two contracts, then the tenant can say, listen, there's a housing crisis and you are setting us back by giving us a co-tenancy uh, contract. I need you to consider this because we will end up on the street. So uh, that's Emma Lazo. She's a public legal education coordinator for the Tenancy Resource and Advisory Center. So I think that that's very uh, good advice. Just make sure you have your definitions right. You want tenants in common and not co-tenancy, and that gives you the protection you need for when your roommate moves out. This is a thing. These days, though, this reminds me of when you're trying to buy a house and people were going without the inspection because oh, yeah. they were so desperate. And I thought, this is a mistake. Like, this is going to be a problem. Tenants are so desperate to find a place. Will they really worry about the particular language on their lease agreement, right? Like, right. they're going to feel just so lucky that they found a place at this point. Yeah. And the landlord's not going to stop them because they're not worried about filling the place if they have to evict that well, exactly. tenant or the tenant right? moves out. That's the problem here in Vancouver. But it's worth knowing, I think, Cindy. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it should be standardized, though. Like, it just should be standard language as opposed to making it incumbent upon the tenant to find it. But excellent point that you make, Scott. Thank you so much for bringing that up. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com. Always good stuff to talk about.